0: Millberger's Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. Ready? And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverdy Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake.
1: Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton. your voice has changed, Milton. What? Did you say, Milton? what? <laughs> All right, welcome to, to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Milton doesn't sound any different, does it?
2: I can't. The worst part is that my glasses get fogged up. Yeah, my glasses
1: get fogged up, too. With, the, with I took mine off. Or did I? No, here mine. So, yeah. But anyway, welcome to Millburgers <laughs> Gardening, South Texas. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, on the porch here at Millburgers with other folks that are out there gardening. Almost everybody here has a mask on, prepared for Monday's uh, ordinance. Uh, so... Uh, uh, all the employees do, and then, uh, yeah. so yeah. So uh, let's talk gardening with you at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I forgot to show you the picture, but I took a picture of my uh, whopper begonia. Whoa! Are yours doing great?
2: Well, the ones that are left, it's uh, I only got I only have a remnant.
1: Oh wow! Group
2: out of uh i, I planted all new uh, semper florins uh, and and i have about four from the whoppers that came back but um uh, yeah they look good but you did how many do you have all of them come back
1: i just had the one and it uh, didn't it didn't get knocked down and I'll, be uh, I'll show you oh and it's beautiful gosh uh there's still some leaves that are burned amongst the other leaves but but it's still beautiful, huh? Yep, still beautiful.
2: Oh, you like brown leaves. You're as bad as the cockroach man.
1: Well, I could, I could I guess I could just cut them out, but yeah. Anyway, so that's what's happening in my gardening world. Hey, I think we uh, also have uh, to, uh, I think it's Forrest's anniversary. What? Uh, yeah, so we want to wish Forrest Appleton and his wife a happy anniversary. Happy It's on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, so happy anniversary for us. Yeah. I say that real loud because you gotta hear me. That's I don't right. know why I'm yelling it. <laughs> but uh yeah, let's see. But I think that's what's going on. Um Yeah, Forrest is Forrest and his wife both are getting up there in age. I'm I'm sure you're reminding them of that was uh, appreciated. <laughs> but they've been a good couple.
2: But she's yeah, she's always been real pleasant. I noticed
1: I didn't say anything about forests. <laughs> on this special day, you just made it. You just went there, didn't you?
3: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world, and we'll see what we can do to help you out here. A uh, lot, of, lots of folks gardening, um, and uh, lots of folks, lots of good things on sale. Oh yeah, yeah. You want me? Let's see. I can kind oh. of hit some of those.
2: Well, uh, the real, in, in general, it's uh, uh, almost every uh, hot weather. A uh, blooming plant is uh, is on sale there. There's begonias, C- caladiums, lantana, uh, esperanza. Of course, the roses. That's my column for next uh, tough modern
1: roses. Roses. Next, okay. Uh, next Saturday. Yeah.
2: Tropical
4: but. hibiscus. Mm-hmm.
1: Pinkyara, gara, gara, pink gara. Yeah, I feel like Star Jasmine is on sale. In the five yes, gallon
4: fragrant, too. dude. That's fragrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Fair had a call, had a article in his uh, a write-up in his uh, newsletter this week, and said that Star Jasmine is one of his favorite. Well, is his favorite uh, ground cover type of plant, uh, or you know, it's related to asian jasmine but it's uh it's one of his favorites from from childhood and uh i didn't realize it was that uh, cold sensitive he said uh it's cold sensitive in dallas really
2: I was just thinking, I I, I never... We can
4: can grow it with no problems out here.
2: I never think of it as a ground cover, though. I think of it more... Yeah,
4: well, he didn't say it was a ground cover. He just said it was related to the ground cover, Mm -hmm. Asian jasmine.
2: Um, It's got some real advantages, of course. The blooms, evergreen, um, and deer don't, generally don't eat it.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Hmm. I had, uh, as... I had one of the readers um uh, contact me and said they really liked my articles and they just needed me to they referred to the extension service uh deer proof list and it wasn't deer proof. Mm. Oh
4: they, there yeah they had
2: a whole they, there was a number of them that were plants for listening and I had to say well there's no such thing as a deer-proof list. It depends on which neighborhood you're yeah. you're operating in, and they, and the things change too. Oh yeah, yeah. Some deer, you know, who they knows? change
4: from location to location,
2: and weather changes the weather, them. Yeah. Uh, they, if you got a long period of drought, you deer may learn to eat some things, <laughs> and then if you have some nice weather, you, they may forget that they eat those those things too. So it's a it's a fluid, ongoing thing, and it's, if you're looking for an absolute list, uh, it doesn't exist, and uh, it changes.
4: Yeah, population. in fact, uh, Cliff Bingham, uh, I think uh, one, time, one of my one of my one of Forrest's volunteers, when he was uh, taking care of the jones mossberger turf plots. And uh, now I've switched over to my volunteer group, and one of my hardest workers, and uh, is this amazing guy. But anyway, he he wrote he wrote a of compiled an article, and we got it on Plant Answers. Uh, absolute deer won't eat plants. The deer plants that deer absolutely will not eat. Was a short list. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so he he he'd done that in his yard, and uh, the fa fo- the funny thing about it was Forrest uh, had a fit over it. He, you know, he didn't want he didn't want to put it on a website, but uh, I said, well, you know, this is another another person's opinion, and uh, we put it on there, and then the next year. Cliff came back and said some of the plants on there were eaten this year. So uh, that, that coming up with that uh, deer-proof list is uh, is hard to come by. Wow. Now, now, Forrest Appleton, uh, uh, in his introduction on his uh, best of best, a uh, deer-resistant plant that's uh, listed on the past on FlatAnswers.com, has a wonderful introduction that says talks about establishing new plants that are supposedly deer resistant, but uh, are more susceptible when they're young and growing rapidly.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, straight uh, straight out of the nursery, they, their their chemistry is pretty diluted.
4: Yeah, and they, he he talks about. Uh, the eating is not the only problem with deer. They also rub and stomp. So, uh, uh, you gotta keep that in mind. But, uh, that, that deer, deer-resistant list on com that, uh, Forrest has put together over the, over many years, there in, in Hollywood Park, uh, is, is pretty close. As good. As good as you want to try.
2: Well, my my list from uh, that's kind of based on my neighborhood has added a few plants. Uh, Point Sienna, um Point, uh, Poinsettia, uh, oh Pride of Barbados is, uh, was off my list for a while. That uh, the deer ate it, but the last couple of years they haven't have been eating it, huh. and so.
4: Yeah, far said that uh, in Hollywood Park, they ate the blooms, but they wouldn't eat the foliage. Mm. Still, yeah,
2: this year, yeah, this last year, they didn't eat the blooms or anything. It was it? Huh. Amazing. And then I then of course, as Jerry mentioned, the, the plants directly from the from a nursery where they've been grow, grow, fertilized and growing strong. Will have a chemistry that is not as potent as uh, those that have sa- sat a while. And the other thing, deer, uh, you, I know you'll find this hard to believe, but deer are curious and ornery sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. So
2: they'll try, they'll, try, they'll pull at a new plant, or, mm-hmm. and some of them are ornerier than others. That's why we always recommend a liquid fence. There uh, you go. Uh, every week, I just say every week for three weeks. Uh, I know others go longer.
5: Question.
2: Is that Cosmos? It's, it's, it's potentially not, yeah.
4: We've got a plant it, ID question yeah. here.
2: Yeah. You know, I okay, would right. I would say yes, it looks like Cosmos to me, except there's a lot of those coreopsis that are.
5: Annual coreopsis maybe?
2: Well, no, it's not the it's not the annual Coryopsis I'm used to. I don't I look at the foliage. Let's see there.
6: <laughs> I think it's cosmos.
2: Yeah, I think you're. I think it's cosmos. Look, let Jerry Jerry did a bunch of research on cosmos. See if that.
4: Yeah, it's cosmos. It cosmos, right?
2: Yeah, the yellow one. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, two main colors, but there's a ton of other colors. Yeah, a really
5: gold color,
4: isn't it? Yeah, the yellow one.
5: Cosmos.
4: All
1: right. Okay. Thanks, Thank Mary. You. All right. Sorry. What were you? Where, where were you?
2: I don't know. Mar- Mar- <laughs> Mary got me so flustered. She's got her uh, bandit-like
1: mask on. Yeah, she scared yeah. you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867 in fact, 210-308-8867. In fact,
2: cosmos are uh, listed the uh, the article today was is about uh, hot weather plants, annuals replacing the cool weather annuals, and one of them that talk I talked about is cosmos. And Jerry has identified that for a number of years as a good good plant to use kind of a Gap filler in the summertime in in the areas where you're naturalizing uh, blue bonnets and other wild wildflowers. It yeah, kind of kind of yeah. keeps the mow that field down people at bay a little bit. And uh, there's there's pinks and, and oh, yeah. lavenders and but gold go, gold and yellow are the two main right blooms that uh, they they make fairly good cut flowers. They're not. Not a real disciplined plant, but they, uh, they, the, the blooms are attractive, yeah. and they're drought-tolerant.
4: Yeah, once they get established, they actually are better grown as a drought-tolerant plant than, than they are watered and fertilized. And the butterflies like them. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. I like them better. I mean, the impression they make when they're out outside of the raised bed. Right, and yeah. When they're in the raised bed, they're... They're all kind of floppy and yeah. everywhere. Yeah,
4: they grow. They overgrow. They grow, grow too large. Yeah. Do but we
2: have Mary, Do we have uh, cosmos? Uh, no transplants. No. Sometimes
5: we'll get them in uh, four inch. You got them? Sometimes we'll get them four oh. inch, but I haven't seen them in over a year here.
4: The best, the best way to do cosmos is by seed. Yeah, mostly. And,
2: but I've seen. But we've had it. We've had cosmos. Here, yeah,
5: yeah.
4: By uh,
3: transplants. Yeah.
5: I have found them by here in four inch cup started and I got the seeds all over the place and they're easy. Easy to start. Oh yeah. In fact too easy and it made my wildflower garden a little too wild. So uh, I edited them out slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so but yeah, the birds like to eat it.
2: That's yeah. nice. And they and the butterflies like the nectar.
5: The nectar's great and it really goes through the heat, like you said.
2: And re once you, once you got them started, they re, uh, reproduce. They reseed. Yeah, they reseed. They reseed even probably even better than the zinnias do. Yeah. but the zinnias are good too.
3: Yeah, I like zinnias, too.
4: But um, if you got if you got uh, you know bare ground or you, where you can get seed soil contact, uh, that's why you want to plant them. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, you can order seed. I, I imagine we have seed on our seed rack here. Or you can order it uh, from wildseedfarms.com. Wildseedfarms.com. Cool. <laughs> All right.
1: 210 308 8867.
3: 210 308
1: 8867. Toll free. It's 866 308 8867. A second to talk about Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. You may be seeing more critters around the house than normal, and we want to have a a situation where you are taking care of that so you can enjoy your home. Spider-Man understands the situation and understands how he can help you treat that. Uh, They take all the precautions, and they're uh, very sensitive to this. Uh, They've been doing this since 1976, so while this is unprecedented, they have seen just about everything. So uh, they've got good solutions to your termite and pest control uh, problems that you might be having. Give them a call. At 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or online at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. Already? Already, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and uh, if you're outside of San Antonio, you can call us at 866-308-8867. More of Milton Regarding South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Your questions and more. I'm Milton Blick. This is 930 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites. like Gold Star Esperanza. Now, this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esper right now in the 12-inch pot for just 19.88. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard. And that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful. And you'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Caladiums and Lantana. You'll save on Pink Gera and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one, and you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just twenty-two eighty-eight. 88 regularly twenty-nine You'll find roses on sale for 20% off, all sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulvordy Road. Gardening south texas on 9:30 a.m the answer milton glick along with dr jerry parsons dr calvin finch live at mill burgers the 1604 and Boulevard road lots of folks out here uh doing some shopping for their gardens so uh come on out and be with us and uh tell us what's going almost
4: on with everybody's wearing masks today
1: what's that mask yeah everybody almost everybody i see a few but now yeah. as of monday it's becomes mandated so i'm sure they're are they gonna arrest me milton uh, they can they can ticket you, as, as I understand it. Do I have to pay for the ticket? I imagine you do. Wow. <laughs> I don't know all the details. I don't think people... Who, it, who, who decided that, Milton? Was uh, our mayor that did that? That was the mayor and uh, Nelson and Wolf and Judge Uh-oh. Wolf. oh Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think other communities are doing the same thing.
4: Okay. All right, so Man, what you got there? Milton, I'm looking at Calvin's article in the paper. Uh-huh. And he's got a beautiful, uh, 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 S.A. Light, uh, Life, uh, San Antonio, Section C. And has got a beautiful uh, picture of a hummingbird visiting a uh, 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 pizza, I think that is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he has an article yeah. about uh, shifting to hot-weather flowers. Best blooms for summer in San Antonio, and the first half of the article is about what? Milton? Zinnias. Well, there you go. How did you get that?
1: Everything's about zinnias.
4: Uh, and he mentions it in the in
1: the this week in the garden too. He just can't get enough zinnias. I told you we had that woman that called out about her, her oak tree that was hundreds of years old and wasn't doing well, and Calvin said, Have you thought about zinnias? No. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> it wasn't that bad.
4: <laughs> but anyway, Calvin mentioned uh, some other good plants, and you know, we we just got through talking about Cosmos, and uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good plant to, to grow
2: from seed. There's, uh, it talks about... Moss Roses and... Uh, Purcellane. Purcellane. And uh, I understand that there's some new Texas superstars. In, yeah. Uh, I, was,
4: I <laughs> Last week as I was leaving, uh, David Rodriguez, uh, the county horticulturist here in San Antonio, said that, uh, sent me a note that uh, there's a new Cosmos, a uh, new Purcellane, named a certain Texas superstar. And uh I couldn't I couldn't imagine uh how well it was. I wrote him right back and I said, uh are they in nursery? And he wrote me back, Yes. And but Trace <laughs> Trace had not uh heard of him. Had not uh had not gotten it. So we'll have to see if he's gotten any in. The end, uh of, of the new purse lane. Now, the picture with your column of purse lane is not the new one. That's the old one. In fact, that picture looks very familiar. Hmm. But anyway, the, uh, I, it's going to have to go a, a bunch to beat the one that uh, used to be on the market. I forget the name of that one. But any purslane you get is is going to be drought tolerant and everything else.
2: Now the one thing I one issue I have with both purslane and moss roses is that their bloom period is. Right. If you if you work long hours, of course, with the uh, <laughs> the vi- virus situation, a lot of us aren't working long yeah. hours now. And but they they uh, blo- start blooming uh, relatively late in the morning and they quit blooming. Relatively early in the afternoon, some so of these new selections, yeah. though, have uh, kind of an extended bloom right, period. Right. It really makes them That's, real right. desirable.
4: I think so, they have one. I don't know whether it's uh, porcelain or uh, portulaca. Uh, one called Sundial, uh, named for the, it blooms over a longer length of uh, sun sunshine. And uh, also, also, first lane, uh, the blooms are closed if you water it during the day. You you know, sprinkle it with Mm -hmm. water. Because I was doing a television program out at the Botanical Garden one time. Beautiful bed of uh, first lane until about an hour before the photographer got there with the camera, they had watered it. Mm. And every bloom was closed. (laughs) Uh, that does not said, make for good TV. No, that does not make for good TV. But anyway, uh, you consider uh, Moss Rose and Purse Lane uh, too. And then in the shade, consider Penta, Calvin says. They're available in local nurseries in full bloom and will stay in bloom until cold weather arrives. And the thing about Penta is uh, they are long. It takes a long time to grow a transplant. So, uh, and a lot of people have noticed if that plant is over winter, uh, and 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 they're going to want them to come back, they're really slow to come back mm-hmm. from a from a winter.
2: Well, I've got some that are. I wasn't planning have on them coming back, but they survived in the. Yeah. So and the whi- half, half whiskey barrel, all f- all four of them, and they're already blooming, and uh, uh, looking looking good there. That's what uh, kind of inspired me for this this article to yeah to, to list them. But uh, they are they're great uh, for the uh, oh the bees and for the hummingbirds and also for for the butterflies and, and the versatility of them because they can go in the shade. Yeah. And then Jerry made a bit of a study on how they—they they always seem to be in bloom. But you yeah. Know, but they're but they are actually they go through a process of replacing those blooms. But it's a kind of a and
4: covers them covers uh, yeah. the old blooms up.
2: Yeah. Old the bloom. these the buds underneath are moving up <laughs> and uh, foliage covers the old ones so there's the new ones yeah. coming up. So it's a real interesting process, and the the net result is that you've got blooms from now until the cold weather arrives. Yeah. You know, meet meet the needs. Look really good. Uh, can take the shade and uh, meet meet the needs
4: of your butterflies and hummingbirds. They're showy plants. Too. Yeah, they are. Uh, nice. We we did some uh, we did some uh, trials uh, with David Rodriguez and uh, all of us did some trials of some different uh uh uh, different appendages and that's when we learned that (laughs) you know we did have a lot of other plants in other words once they bloom and the bloom kind of fades off we go through there and trim them up uh cut them cut the old blooms off you can't cut the old blooms of pentas off because they're they're covered with new blooms. so uh Anyway, it's a good plant. It's, a, it's a, real, a sturdy
2: plant, too. Yeah, it's a real disciplined plant, too. You, um, you know, one plant in a container uh, does the job. And they, they, if you want a uniform, you know, soldiers in a row. or yeah. Or the, all the plants in a series of containers that are, are, have the same look. Penta is one of the best choices for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We are talking about the individuality of Cosmos and the fact that some of them lay down this way and others lay down the other way. Uh, Penta, you don't have that. They've got they're they're generally you can expect them all to perform the
4: same way. And Calvin mentioned my favorite uh, bedding plant for shade or sun. If planted now, it's Semif- Semiflorins or wax begonia. Uh, I think is one of the most versatile. Bedding plants that exist. Uh, there, there are three leaf colors and three bloom colors from which to choose.
2: I had a, I had to go. I spent more time than I wanted to trying to figure out exactly how many leaf colors. <laughs> I was trying to recount all these. We got a huge display here at Millburgers. and then of course I was getting. I went on the internet to see, and. Uh, so there's there's probably there may be more than three <laughs> bloom colors and uh, I think there I don't know that there's any more than three leaf colors but
4: yeah what are the three leaf colors green uh, uh, bronze or red
2: yeah there's a there's a really a, a, a green that uh, shiny green yeah and there's a, a less a less shiny green and there's that <laughs> Then there's that bronze too. Yeah, and bronze. There's quite a variation in the in the in there too. So you probably could have, have a higher count if you want. But the way, but the 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 deal is that they they make a great uh, bedding plant. And no, uh, oh, yeah, and, and they tell you when they need water. They'll fill the you, the space you give them, and just like uh, Milton was talking about the.
4: Uh, a lot of them will make it through the winter. Oh yeah, sometimes, sometimes, especially if they're next to the house, uh, the 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 tops leaves may be uh, may freeze frozen off. But if you look at where that center of the begonia is, uh, it's still alive and will re-sprout and re-sprout pretty fast uh, when spring warm spring comes. So. Uh, they're, they're quite a versatile plant, and like I said, uh, uh, they kind of tell you when they need water. In other words, they turn a, a kind of a grayish color, uh, I don't know, a silvery color, gray-silverish color. Uh, and you can water them, and they'll, they'll come right back and bloom the next day. So uh, I, I, I would say... They're very close to a cactus. They're they very close to a succulent. Maybe they are a succulent, but, uh, but they they take once they established they take pretty good uh, temperature. They got they, they became famous when the red one, when the uh, red foliage and the uh, red blooms ones came out. And the landscapers started using them in in landscape. And uh, what happens, uh, if they're established earlier, they will... Uh, they will... Uh, <laughs> well, just, per- just
1: pretend you're not...
4: Pretend pretend. pretend
1: I don't you're know not who sure. that he is. Does, he won't recognize you anyway.
4: Pretend I don't know who
1: that is? Yeah. Hey there, Mark. Oh, my God. Mark Peterson is here. Hey, Mark. Uh, <laughs> But anyway... uh, We got you mic'd up, if if you wanted to say anything. Yeah, you're okay. We can just get you from there. Oh, can you You, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. You don't even have to bend down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, get further back. (laughs) Yeah. You know, these things are steaming up my glasses. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I'm
4: having that problem. That's what I hate.
2: (laughs) It's just terrible. It's (laughs) something about, you know, the, the noises are all different in the hearing, but... Then when your glasses is out, that, that it's just too much, too much stress.
1: <laughs> oh, do you want some other advice on this?
7: No, no, I'm just going to come in and say, that I love Cosmos. No. More Cosmos all the time.
1: No. Why? What's,
2: the, what's your for, reason?
7: For the very reason that you both said, uh, I like it in a wild bed with other wildflowers. and I have my early spring flowers, then I have the Cosmos, then I have... Uh, gay feather, latris in the in the fall. It's, it's great. Great for one of those informal beds. Uh, mm-hmm. Just kind of have different seasons. Yeah, it's de-
2: definitely informal.
7: And it's reseeding, which is great.
8: Yeah, it's good.
7: Oh, uh, it. oh, and I also had the, the yes, the official list of deer resistant plants.
4: Uh, oh, is it on deer resistant plants?
7: No, no, that deer-resistant plants that you talked about earlier.
4: Oh, okay.
7: Juniper,
3: <laughs>
7: twisted yucca, agarita, uh, soft-leaf yucca, and uh, Texas mountain laurel.
1: Why are you giving him that look? Even, th- <laughs> even. Th-
7: <laughs> you wanted deer-resistant plants. What about where the deer are?
4: What about zinnias?
2: What
7: about zinnias? zinnias, yes, of course. He (laughs) he
4: missed part
2: of that. We want usable landscape plants. (laughs) Oh, you
7: want everything? Uh, Some people
2: just want everything. Well, the listener that called in about the deer proof list, she she said that uh, she tried uh, zinnias and they in her neighborhood the zinnias got devoured. They yeah, uh, ate them, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I've t- done a couple of tests on them. And I'm, I'm kind of convinced that they don't really eat them, but they, stomp, stomp them. them. I mean, all yeah. they got with the zinnias with the stiff yeah, stems, no, all they got to do is walk through. Yeah.
7: It's a uh, deer, are not one of God's smartest creatures, uh, and they do that. They forget what they ate uh. and they stomp <laughs> it. Forget and, what they. Uh,
4: Okay, uh,
3: uh, sis, Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Sis, uh, sis Mar- sis Mar- Mar- here. Uh, milkweed
2: they don't want to generally eat. Milkweed. Sorry? Deer don't generally eat milkweed.
7: Yeah, uh, milkweed or or uh, freeze, uh, what's that? Uh, not freezeweed, what do we call that?
2: The uh, mistflower?
7: No no no, 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 again, surviving, not good landscape plants. Uh, frostweed, frostweed, is, no, they never know. eat frostweed. Yeah, I
3: hmm. don't know that. I didn't know.
7: It's that white one that explodes into beautiful colors and shapes and sizes during the first frost. No. Is the yellow one when that you say or the it,
2: white one. When you say it bursts into beautiful color, is this
4: a Paul Cox
7: plant? Yes, person? it is definitely. Definitely a Paul Cox <laughs> plant. <laughs> yes.
4: Uh, all right. I've got well, I want to bring up the uh, webinar. Which one? For April. You want to, should we get this?
1: Uh,
7: oh. yeah, we have uh, a yeah.
1: Here, go ahead. You Actually, you can just talk to us. You don't even have to get the mic. Okay. What's going on?
2: I just got some uh, Raleigh St. Augustine and some topsoil. Should I
6: put in some sort of fertilizer in with that to help stimulate the growth?
1: Well, generally,
2: we put in, you prepare the soil, you put the topsoil in, you work it in, and you put in... Uh, a slow-release lawn fertilizer before you put the sod down, and that works pretty well. Like,
9: what would you recommend? 1959 5,
2: five nine. It's on sale here. So.
9: Nineteen five nine. Yeah. Okay. That's a
2: good one. It works really well. Okay. And yeah. you just kind of mix that in with the topsoil that I just bought in the bags over there. Yeah. Mix it in in the. Uh, are you going to apply the topsoil to the to the bottom side? Uh, to the, the soil, and then are you going to yeah, do any tilling or anything? Right. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, as long as that fertilizer gets kind of evenly over there. Okay. All right, good Thank luck.
1: Thank you. 19.59. Right. Yeah. All right, alright right, I'll tell you what, before we go further on the, uh, the seminar and the webinar, uh, let's take a quick break, Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 308 When we come back, I'll tell you about deck and patio care, and then... We'll talk about the upcoming seminar, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites. A Gold Star Esperanza. And this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esper right now in the 12 inch pot for just 19.88. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard. And that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful. And you You'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Caladiums and Lantana. You'll save on Pink Guerra and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one. And you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find Roses on sale 20% off all sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Told you we talked about deck and patio care. If uh, you're wishing you had a... Uh, maybe done something to uh, fix the deck a little while back because now you're spending more time on it that you're in home or you don't want to go out because uh, it doesn't look good or you're worried about its safety, call Barry Hagendorf at 210-822-9147. Barry, of course, is with Deck and Patio Care, and he'll help you out. Go to the website, deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, and the reason I suggest that is because you'll see Before and after pictures that uh, show you how great it can look again. Uh, The the before—it's right on the front page—is is is a great picture of a site that I've seen decks like this before. They're gray, they're ugly, they're they're kind of grayish black, and um, then the one to the right is a nice, sharp brown, looks good, uh, and uh, is beautifully stained. A couple things have been repaired, so uh, you know what. It can look new again. That's what Barry always promises. And uh, you can find out more by calling him at 822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care. Deckandpatiocare.com, 210-822-9147. All right. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. What is it? 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And... Uh, you can tell us what's going on in your gardening world, what you're enjoying. And do uh, you had uh, information about a webinar, Jerry?
3: Yeah.
4: And I've, I've, uh, I've also put it on plantanswers.com, uh, left, left-hand left side of the front page that's toward the bottom. Uh, I took the, uh, the Master Gardener listing that they had and uh, I put it on. And it says uh and I've got I've got it uh where it's clickable in other words you can it tells you where to click to uh, join the the webinar and uh it's easy too yeah 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 don't let
2: it uh i'm <laughs> not I'm not technically very proficient in those kind of things but yeah. that works uh, that works pretty slick really easy to use we yeah. got
1: a, got a quick well. Do You want to hang on to that. He's got a quick question. Okay. All right. Actually, you can just come up a little further and then stop. and we, We'll get you on the we got you on the mic and you'll be on the air. Okay. Is that okay. What's going on?
7: Um I have a big rain barrels. I finally got rain barrels, but I can't figure out how to keep the algae out of them. Is there a safe way I can keep the algae out of them and still be able to water the plants?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah, the they're, they're, in there. Huh? Yeah, the
2: yeah, bleach,
7: bleach. It's okay. And it won't mess with the plants. Yeah, dang, that water- just
2: yeah, just look- make sure your percentage is relatively low okay but there's also products that you can that you can use algicides. yeah, yeah. Uh, that are relatively easy I we use it for our little a little recirculating pump but uh,
3: bleach
2: is probably the easiest
3: okay all right. What? All right. Good luck
4: to you. There you go.
2: Thanks. Do you, right. have the, do you have the figures on plant answers? Is it a, five, a 5%? The ratio
1: for the for bleach in the water? So it's I safe. don't think so.
2: It doesn't take much. Okay. just, a little just bit. like a yeah, 5%. That, okay. That'll work exactly the way you want it. All right. Thank
1: cool. you. Cool. Thank you. All right. Sorry, Jerry. We interrupted you about the webinar. What you got? What? The webinar. You what were re- not
4: talking re- about?
1: The webinar. <laughs> Okay, uh,
4: uh, I've got them listed on PlantAnswers.com and how to get connected. And I also mentioned, I was going to tell Mark that I mentioned that the Saw's uh, Garden Style S.A. has included uh, all April webinars for water saver reward points. And, uh, I tell how to get those reward points if you're in, in, into that. Uh, and then I tell how to get to the webinars. The la- the one we had Tuesday, April 14th this is the last Tuesday. It's just mowing by David Rodriguez. Okay. And then, uh, the one for the- fe- April 15th, Wednesday was bugs that hurt the lawn. Oh, so no what is that so there on? must be a good
2: good reason why you're going backwards
4: well I've got it listed so <laughs> now the new ones' coming up is uh what's happening in your veggie garden and uh on tuesday april twenty first from one to two pm bee plants. That's the title, The Plant, by David Rodriguez. And then on Wednesday, April 22nd, from 1 to 2, The Pest, by Molly Keck. And then the following week, on uh, Tuesday, April 28th, from 1 to 2, An Easy and Fun Way to Grow Vitamin C, David Rodriguez. On Wednesday, April 29th, from one to two, pests that reduce that vitamin C Molly K. So, so they're all listed on PlantAnswers.com. So is there is it? You think that's citrus that last week? Yeah, right, right. A growing citrus in your patio and landscape. Okay.
2: That's that. That'd be a good, good topic because yeah. uh, that that's probably one of the. Neatest things to grow in our backyards here in San Antonio.
4: Did they show visual since you you've watched them?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Good good. Uh, good they photos. show visual. Yeah. Okay. Good photos.
4: So if you want to tune into that, and I put a notation on there that uh, you want to, uh, you only want to check in about an hour before. or? Or close to the time that the webinars are going to be happening. Yeah, I did them. I did them uh, five
2: minutes earlier than they were scheduled to start, and it was really easy to get in. And there were a lot of participants. But, oh, really? You yeah. can
4: see how many participate. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh were, hell. So there were a hundred. A <laughs> hundred listeners. Don't scare me like that, Trace. <laughs> Anyway, uh you might want to participate in that. I understand that uh, the garden volunteers are working on a on some webinar. Yeah.
2: So if you want more information go to uh the plantanswers dot com or go to the uh Texas AM uh yeah. life extension office, Bayer County Master Gardens.
3: Right.
1: He left. It's okay.
2: He had a he had a <laughs> I'll on, show it to you later. He it. did have
1: one. He'll, he'll talk to you later. All okay. Right. 210-308-8867. Hi, you're looking for the... Our, no, I wanted to
3: have a question. Y'all are, you or somebody
1: else? Yeah, we're doing the radio show right now. So, um, But anybody can help you who works at the nursery. They're very, very knowledgeable. So, All right. Two, uh, sorry. And then... Um, I guess we can. I think it's official. Is uh, Festival of Flowers official?
4: Yeah, I've got the. Uh, yeah, it's sad. The, the letter here, uh, the notification, like uh, from Ann Schiller and Bernella. Like all San Antonio spring events, the twenty-third annual Festival of Flowers has been canceled and rescheduled. So join us for the next 23rd Festival of Flowers, Saturday, May 29th. Oh, gee, I didn't notice that. That's next year. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. 2021. I I thought it was going to be later on this year. No. But it's 2021 at our new location, the San Antonio Garden Center, next to the San Antonio Botanical Garden.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like they had some good things in the works this year, which means they'll have good things in the works next year, but yeah. But it's sort of sad.
4: All so right. so that's, that's putting a crimp on a lot of people that uh, that grow plants for those particular events, like yeah. uh, the, uh, the uh, spring garden spring bloom by uh, Thaw, which was canceled, and also the uh, Festival of Flowers. I didn't see that it was next year. So, now I'm upset.
1: Alright. Hey, Ben's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Ben, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
10: I'm doing great, thanks. I was uh, calling because uh, I have uh, some pepper plants that are just getting devastated by snails. Oh no! I was wondering <laughs> every every day, I go out there and pick off three or four snails, and I I uh, was wondering what I can do to curb that.
2: Slug and snail bait works really well, and if you're organic gardener, there's uh, organic versions of it too. But uh, okay. yeah, relatively inexpensive, uh, easy to put in, and, and real effective.
10: You said it's so. called snail bait.
2: Slug and snail bait,
10: yeah, does that go on the ground i guess
2: yeah, it does there's okay. all there's a whole right. bunch of versions too if you if there's uh if you prefer something else but the 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 typical one the one that uh I've always said good luck with is just slug and snail bait, and you just put it around the the ground around the plants and the um, or even if it's a big if it's a bed, you just put it around the border of the bed and it generally intercepts they get uh, diverted the slugs and snails get diverted by the the bait they they consume the bait and don't get to the plant
4: what if it gives them uh, terminal constipation Um, do do they eat the plants after they eat the bait they don't seem to I think the baits kill them immediately yeah it's got
2: usually well the the ones that I'm familiar with uh, seven used to be the carburel was the Product in there. There's some that have uh, spinosad. benefit yeah. Yeah. So you got lots of choices. The traces. other,
10: the other problem I've been having is my rose bushes. I go out in the mornings and uh, it's just a stem. There's there's no leaves mm. left on it. What what do you think think's eating those? Huh. I I guess.
4: Guess the stems. You say what now? The uh, leaves are uh,
10: disappear. The, yeah, the leaves are all gone. Ah. Uh, now, nice, healthy-looking leaf, and then I'm just uh, completely gone.
2: Slugs, slugs, slugs will do, will do that. Uh, you know, generally they don't go real high in the plant, but they they can do pretty.
4: Yeah, Calvin yeah. mentioned in this, this week in the garden section, about cucumber beetles. They'll, they'll eat that young foliage, yeah. tender foliage, mm. okay. and pepper. We see them on... Peppers. Uh, yeah, the blue blue uh, the cucumber beetles are eating the blooms on your fruit trees and the new foliage on pepper plants and other flowers or vegetables. They I, can be sprayed with an insecticide with spinosad as an active ingredient. That, okay. I think uh,
2: try your uh, slug and snail bait on your at least try to run yeah. one of your roses and see if that d- doesn't help there too. Okay.
10: Yeah, that's great. I've seen, actually, snails hanging on the underneath of my pepper plant leaves. I've never seen the snails on the rose bushes, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I bet that's
4: cucumber beetles. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that'd be... Generally, you you don't think a cucumber beetle's getting no mature leaves.
4: Yeah, right, right.
2: It's just new growth, usually.
4: Uh, So
10: spinosad and then the snail bait. Yeah, Okay. Well, and be and it's I, I been said
2: a, a a spray a um, foliage protection bait too on okay. your uh, your cucumber beetles. It'll take those cucumber beetles out of there.
10: So oh, that's one the thing about black, them.
2: They're easy easy to kill.
10: Those little cucumber beetles are they like black and green? Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, I have. Uh, some would be, some of we
4: need to call them the six spotted cucumber beetles because uh-huh. so they got yeah
3: spot six okay. spots
4: on their on their. Uh, Wing covers.
2: Well, and yep, for yep. for a long time, we've said all oh, they're they're harmless little things. <laughs> and then, and then they they
4: got so thick they started they eating have,
2: the peach blooms. They ate the blooms, and then the next Ooh. thing you kind of notice that they're eating the new growth on uh, lots of different yeah. foliage plants.
10: Yeah, I have seen some of those out there on the rose bushes. So that yeah, that might be, be the ticket. All right, appreciate it. Well,
2: Thank you Good for luck. calling in. Let uh, us know, let right, us know you. if you uh, discover anything.
1: All right. All right let's, let's go to thank Richard you. now real quick at 210-308-8867. Not a lot of time, Richard. Let's see if we can help you before the news. What's going on? Richard, welcome to the show.
2: Come in, Richard. Richard, are you there? He's putting a mask on.
1: All right. Let's put Richard on hold, and let's talk to Lloyd at 210-308-8867. Hey, Lloyd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Up? Oh, we lost Lloyd. Okay.
4: <laughs> what are you doing to these people? Uh, I don't brother? know. Do
1: we have Richard still or no? All right. Well.
4: <laughs> okay. Did you people, you and Calvin, get the email that I sent you this week?
1: No. Was that yesterday about the? Oh, about l-
4: about
2: some gardener yeah. following your instructions. There you go. Yeah.
1: Calvin one
2: one gardener out of a million four hundred thousand <laughs> in San Antonio.
4: Yeah, what were your instructions? The uh, bark, Calvin's friend and neighbor, I guess, uh-huh. Uh Bart Kelly, sent me a picture of his uh, red, white, and blue blue bonnet. That, uh, and he said, I thought you may be interested. This is the second round of blooms. After I cut the seeds off, yeah, th- you, you remember that ta- table, uh, first table out here, which I noticed are gone those blue bonds? Or uh, I told them people to go ahead and take them and uh, get them and uh, cut the blooms off
2: when they and, fade. You know, uh, yeah, when they fade. They all made
4: fun of me, but my man Bart followed through, did what I told him to do, and sent a picture of the. Uh, of the, of the barrel as it exists today.
2: And, I, and the problem when Bartson's a pitcher, you can actually see it. <laughs> and it, it looks like it worked.
4: It worked.
1: How about that?
4: And so I've, I'm going to put that on uh, Plant Answers. Uh, I uh, sent it in late last night to be put on
1: Plant Answers so everybody could see it.
2: The most amazing things happen. Yeah,
1: uh, we got to take a break. We're back in a moment on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on The Answer.
0: Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Blick, and your calls on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome
1: back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Lloyd, thanks for, for waiting through the break. What's going on today? Hey, uh, I was by
8: there yesterday, their Mill burgers, and I guess it's a couple tables out in front of the porch. There were some real little, little attractive red flowers in a little square, I guess, orange pots. Uh, and I just wondering what kind they were. There, there was not a name on any of them. There was probably two or three, four flats of them. Uh, they look Let's see. like some type of salvia.
1: Well, there's pentas out there. So, at a four and a half inch pot, bright red, what, were there other colors?
8: They're bright red. The bloom is bright red.
1: Bloom was bright red. Uh, there's petunias out there. That yeah, are. I see petunias, geraniums. Um,
2: four, inch. four inch pot? Okay, well,
1: yeah. Think, well, it's,
8: it's not what's the next size above a six pipe, whatever that is. It may not, maybe it's a two inch pot. And maybe they I don't know like, oh, yeah, it might be the petunias
1: maybe it's one of the wave petunias yeah. Um, yeah. I, it does, is yeah. it blooming now? yeah it must be because you, yeah. you got it I think the but best thing nice, to do is yeah. just um, just go online and uh, email them a picture if you get one real quick so they'll, that doesn't happen very often but it does happen where the tags have been taken out or uh, customers yeah. kind of have looked and stuff and not put them back in but yeah, if you just email them a picture, they'll tell you all about it.
8: Okay, yeah, it, there's a lot of them out there. None of them had a label on the...
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm problem. not sure what the scoop is, but
2: okay. yeah, just
8: do right. that. They'll, not, they'll,
2: they'll they'll tell you. It's not begonias, of course. You
1: know begonias, right?
8: Right, right. It was not of begonia. It almost looks like a snapdragon. But it's yeah. Look what?
1: We, you're you're very faint. We can't hear you too well. What was that?
8: I said it looks almost like a snapdragon.
1: Like a Snapdragon. More snapdragon. Okay, yeah, Calvin well, is. Oh,
8: there, they're right there.
1: Calvin's eyeballing the uh, the nursery. We see a. Yeah, it, looks, a it
2: looks like. Uh,
1: we see a deep red.
2: Yeah, one of the salvias yeah, out there. Yeah.
1: Deep Oh, maybe one of the salvias. Should I'll he? Go,
2: I'll yeah, go out there I, in just a second. Look at it.
1: Yeah, he'll go check for you and see. But um, okay, yeah, your be best bet is probably to do that or to. Yeah. Kind of, we'll, we'll tell you what Calvin finds out and maybe Google that too. But I just email it. Hey, listen. Plus two, they may want to know that, that the, the labels were missing. So that'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Lloyd. Right. Thanks, Bob. Right.
8: Appreciate you it. You take care.
1: All right. 210-308-8867. Richard is on the line. Hey, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. How you doing today? What's going on, man? I got a uh, three-year-old in the ground
11: Texas mountain laurel that's about six feet high, and some of the leaves have chewing on the edges, and some of the leaves have chewing in the middle of the leaves. Wondering what could
4: that be? Yeah, this is mountain laurel, you said.
11: Yes, Texas mountain laurel.
4: Yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a little worm shows up about this time of the year and uh, feeds on the mountain laurel leaves. Uh, Calvin and I uh, ca- call them uh, Sephora caterpillar. Oh, Sephora is the uh, genus name of uh, mountain laurel. And uh, they have, they'll eat around the edges, and uh, sometimes they eat in the middle of the uh, of, of the leaves. Now they they just if they've just started, if you just notice it, you can spray them with uh, any type of uh, uh, Bt Bacillus thuringiensis product, or you can spray them with uh, spinosad. That's supposed to take care of them too. And uh, use a couple of teaspoons of uh, liquid detergent in the in the spray water, and uh, because the moutai laurel leaves are are waxy, so you might want to uh, use that uh, couple of uh, drops of uh, liquid detergent in there. It doesn't
2: take much, though. It's- yeah.
4: It yeah. Oh, I will
2: do as a surfactant.
4: Okay, but BT should take care of uh, bacillus, sir, Any product that contains bacillus, thuringiensis, should take care of them, any chewing uh, caterpillar.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, and get it hey. on the foliage rather than on the insect.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, works for me. Okay, thank you, sir. That, Thanks Richard. All right, what you before we go to Yolanda, what you got, Calvin?
2: That that's a salvia. It's the salvia, the old fashioned salvia that we used in landscape uh grows in the sun.
4: Oh, okay. What what No,
2: no, no, not grey. guy. Uh, uh it's an annual uh oh, okay. salvia. I want to say that's a an S is the species species, but I
4: can't salvia salvia no, not uh not the red one, is it? Is yeah, it, it is the red one. Is the red one? Okay, yeah. that's uh, coccinia, salvia no. coccinia, isn't
2: it? No, that is, yeah, salvia coccinia is one of the, it's a red one, but this is a little, this is the one that uh is a, an annual, it's not a... Oh, okay. And it, it doesn't it doesn't reseed, we just, you, you, we planted it. Planet and rose, especially up north, we used the planet and rose. And oh,
4: oh, okay, I got you. So it's a bedding plant. Yeah, salvia. Yeah. Yeah, with with, uh, with a really furred int- and real a large green leaves.
2: Yeah, real intense and. Uh, uh, it's
4: an annual Salvia. Yeah. yeah.
2: So so it's t- until it comes to us or somebody in uh, that's listening will uh, think of yeah. that. Yeah,
1: maybe Yolanda knows. Yolanda is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Yolanda, can you help us out before we help you out? Isn't it -um? Anum? A-N-N-U-M? Anum? I don't
4: think
2: it is.
1: Anum? Okay. Now, do we have Yolanda on the line? doesn't hit Okay. Yolanda, are you there? Welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's going on? You're, you're just scaring well, everybody What out. are you doing to these people, Milton? I don't know. Uh, Al, where's Yolanda? <laughs> is, she, is she there? All right, Al, check and see wh- how Yolanda's doing. <laughs> somebody, and, somebody said that I'm muffled. Yeah, you are a little muffled. Well, so, I got you that's the-
4: because I don't want to get put in jail or anything. So I know. not that's wearing okay. a
1: mask. That's okay. I'm glad you're wearing your mask. I don't no. Oh Yolanda is gone. Okay. <laughs> uh, she had brown patch or things she does. Um do you all want to address that? Not not now. Oh should I have brown she, patch now? No, it's too early.
2: Well you what what your people are seeing right now, I mean I mean I just immediately think of uh the lawn lawn in my neighborhood that's got really nice lawn uh, but and it's in the shade. And there it's our it's our uh in our winter lawn, our sustainable yeah. winter lawn to see some of the some of the uh the weeds are declining and yeah so, so it looks looks like we're losing foliage and
4: especially rescue grass
2: yeah yeah it's and so so we're we're gonna see a lot of that
4: my annual
1: bluegrass is holding up pretty good,
2: yeah. Rescue grass has declined really
1: yeah. quickly. Hey, we got. Let's see if we can't help her out. Now we got Yolanda back on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Yolanda, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can hear you. What's going on?
5: Okay. Well, I've had this brown patch. It comes and goes, but this time it's it's extending even further. Um, I hear different people that come and say, oh, you've got a fungus, oh, you've got grubs, oh, you've got this and that. And it looks horrible. It's beautiful St. Augustine grass around it, but it's a patch that's just extending more and more and more. And it's very unattractive, and I'm scared that it's going to kill all my beautiful um, St. Augustine grass.
2: Where, um Let's see, what was my question? Is it in the shade or is it in sun?
5: Well, I have huge oak trees, and um, it kind of goes, I've got like a hill and it goes down, so maybe the water just goes down when it rains, which doesn't rain much. So there's a bunch of things that could happen. One, uh, I had a gentleman really bring it up to, to speed one year, maybe a couple years ago, and it looked beautiful, and then it came back, and I got that dry spot again.
2: Hey, well, what, what I, I'm I seeing that same pattern in in uh, lawns in my neighborhood, where the uh, the you know they look really good in the winter because we had rescue grass that you can mow, and now the rescue grass is declining at, as we get warmer weather, and then the San Augustine will replace it. But the problem is, each year you got those oak trees, you're getting more and more shade. And so you're getting a little, you know, depending on what the weather is, uh, you're getting a little less uh, help to that lawn, and you're going to see more and
4: more of the brown area. Did the area look good during the winter?
5: Not really, no, sir. It's just kind of stays, it has stayed uh, dry like that. It's got some sprouts in the middle, like grass sprouts, like but there's no runners. It's just little grass sprouts, and that's it. And the the, the dirt around it is getting hard, so nothing's going to break through. I mean, I don't know if it's fungus or what. Do you think if I dig it and maybe loosen up the dirt and apply whatever I need to might kind of help it?
4: Um, we're 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 kind of at a loss to. Uh to say what that is uh, i i believe it's too early for brown packs to be showing up Wrong. Um, uh, but if it if it's spreading in other words uh, if it's sp- uh, spread spread if you mark all the edges
5: of Uh-huh, i done that
4: okay and then uh, see if it spreads beyond the mark all right. And uh, if there is, if that is brown patch or is a disease, uh, you can use a, uh, 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 um, ter- not terse, is it ter- not ter- side. Is it ter- side? Well, it used to be. No. Turf- <laughs> it, uh It's got a name, I got a. A common name to it, uh,
2: but uh, any any of these the uh, lawn lawn rungicides. fungicides, yeah. Okay, fungicide. Well. Okay. All right. But you're gonna you're gonna you don't have a simple situation there. Yeah. I didn't
5: you, you think know, so. You know,
2: you may have a whole bunch of common names. F stop.
5: F stop. Was F-stop.
2: What trying
4: yeah. to think of. Oh yeah, yeah
5: yeah
4: yeah. I heard of that. Yeah, the word the 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 uh, letter F. And then stop. Fungus side stop. But, but you, you'll only use use that around the where the the perimeter where the thing is spreading where the the so-called disease is spreading. Now you uh, you gonna resod the middle, or resod the spot? I don't know. Should I? Well, you can if you want St. Augustine in there.
2: Yeah, the problem yeah, is do. you're going I, I kind of think you're going to be faced with the same thing again. If it's the shade, and the shade is quite often a factor. You know, That's your San deep. Augustine is shade tolerant up to a, a, a little bit, but not much. And every year your oak trees are getting bigger and foliage thicker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you may uh, you may have to be fairly content, but you can try, you can experiment with Jerry's F stop and see if that can can't help a bit.
1: Alrighty. Okay. All right. Well,
5: I'll try something. I'll try that stop in the reset. Thank you. Thanks,
1: you, Yolanda. You take care. All right. Sharon is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sharon, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: I'm doing great, thank you. I have uh, some Boston ferns that I just took off of my patio, where they have been for several years in the shade. And uh, when I'm watering them now, the water just runs right through them. Are they going to have to be repotted?
4: Yeah, they're uh, they've uh, probably taken up all of the uh, Bottom to it with uh, roots, root uh, sprouts, uh, roots are, has uh, taken over the whole container,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, the they, you haven't got anything to give you water holding capacity.
6: So um, how do you, how do you it, suggest I, I do to <laughs> repot them?
4: Well, you can you can repot them in uh, larger containers, whether it be hanging baskets or. Or whatever. Uh, I don't want larger you...
6: containers
4: because they're
6: in, they're in a hanging basket, so I want to keep them in this hanging basket.
4: Okay. So you how can do get I? A, you can you can uh, basically you cut the cut them in fourths okay. or in quarters, and uh, just put them in the center of another hanging basket
2: or center or some... middle. It also works to. It's a little harder, though, to, to cut around the edge. You know, cut uh, inch, inch and a half, put more soil in there. What you're doing is removing some roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like, if you got the time, I kind of like Jerry's solution. That, uh, or,
4: or if you want to keep it, like you say, if you want to keep the big plant, uh, knock it out of the, uh, take it out of the hanging basket
3: mm-hmm.
4: and uh, and trim the out outer side of of the root
2: ball otherwise just oh.
6: trim the outside outside away and leave the center
2: there you go that's right and then you just put that new soil in on the side and it'll fill in it'll last like that two or three years and then, and then you gotta do it again
4: yeah you might want to get a uh, instead of using sphagnum peat or something like that uh, you might want to get one of these uh, hanging basket uh Fillers. Uh, let's see what do you call it. Liners. One of these liners that fit into these your. Are in,
6: these are in plastic hanging baskets. Oh, are they on plastic? Yeah, they're okay. just the simple That's plastic better. hanging baskets. So okay. I, I can just cut the outside away and keep the the center root. Right. And just exactly. okay, just just prune them back.
4: Right you might ha- might have to take some of the outside foliage off as well
6: uh, in other words maybe, you, you, just the, you just reduce
4: it you just reduce the size not? of the uh the balls.
6: because the foliage is all kind of on one side because i never did turn them while they were on the patio oh okay so, uh, so they need to be trimmed the so i think okay, I you can you,
4: you can prune that if the foliage is all on one side then you can make it upright with your pruning
6: okay okay
4: understand so what I mean. i'm saying in other words to yeah. trim the yeah. ball where trim the dead the, part uh, away there you go
6: okay and just use regular potting soil to fill it yes, with, ma'am. up with regular
4: uh regular potting mix uh and uh I, I don't know if you want to, I imagine your fern growing, how, how often did you water your fern before, I mean, with fertilizer?
6: No. Fertilizer, I didn't, I did, I've, had, I've just brought them out, and I did fertilize them this week, but uh, that's when I watered it, it fertilizer in, and the water just went right on through. Okay. So,
4: okay. they another, will need fertilizer. Another, yeah, another thing you might want to do. Uh, or if you if you want to use Osmocote, the Osmocote slow release fertilizer,
3: uh-huh.
4: uh, and mix that into your potting mix, that'll feed them for quite a while. Yeah. And, and another thing you might try doing, if if your uh, root ball is won't won't absorb water, is is put them in a in a uh, tub in some some type of Tub that holds water,
3: uh-huh. and just
4: soak them. In other words, appear uh, once a week or something like that. You know, just put the uh, put the whole container down into a tub of water, and okay. let it uh, I- let it soak the uh, root system for 15-20 uh, minutes, and then uh, hang it up again and let it drain.
6: Um- I'm thinking of this, but I don't know whether it'll work or not, is they have the ba- uh, plastic baskets that are like a a tray, you know, that holds the water under, only it hangs on the side of your basket. Could that be used that way so I don't have to take them down?
4: <laughs> I guess so. Yes, ma'am. I'm not familiar with that.
6: It's, you know how they have the plastic trays you put under to catch the water? Right, right. Well, this is... Just they have little handles on them that can hang on to the sides of the pot. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll work.
4: So you won't but have I to take them take down. Them da-
6: I can't take them down. They're hanging. Yeah, up, they're and,
4: heavy. I can, you know, especially after after they've been watered.
6: So I could use that system too to.
4: Okay. And if, you want well, them, can... if you if you you put some osmocote in there when you re- replant them. And yeah. then uh, uh, periodically water them with uh, water soluble fertilizer like uh, Miracle oh. gro
6: Okay. Okay. I can do that Alrighty. too. Ready? Okay. Thanks thank you. Hearing. Oh, Thanks can you I ask thank you for care.
3: calling? Right. I'm
2: excited. I'm excited. I remembered what the salvia, salvia splendens.
4: There you go. You're yeah, right. Yeah,
2: That's right. Annual. It's the annual salvia that we. I don't know if we used it down here like we did
4: up north. All up uh, we we kind of poo pooed it because we can grow the perennials yeah. down here. Uh, but it's, it's showier. Yeah, yeah, it Splendid is. Blended is showier than the others. Yeah,
2: and it, and it, you, you, generally you need, uh, well, you, up north it was recommended you grow them in full sun, but full sun down here in San Antonio, yeah. it, it, morning sun is about all they can handle.
4: They generally play out in the middle of the summer. Yeah, that's it. When it gets really hot.
2: And that, what, what we're talking about for the rest of the listeners was that somebody had uh, spotted a plant here, uh, a couple of uh, flats of them, and they had beautiful red blooms and didn't appear to have any labels on them. So we played detective a little bit and found the plants, and then we, yeah. we, we recognized them as salvia, but then we uh, couldn't remember... Which of the Selvias, but salvia splendens, it's one that we don't use quite a bit uh, here, but it very has very nice uh, flowers and uh, performs well, especially well in the spring or with morning sun.
4: Yeah, they do do well if you deadhead uh, after the flowers bloom and and fall off. Take those stalks off
1: and uh, let it uh, reflush and bloom. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. I'm going to give you another number. 210-479-BIRD. That's 210-479-2473. That's the number for Wild Birds Unlimited. And uh, they've noticed uh, that that folks are still interested in uh, maintaining and bringing nature to their yard, enjoying wildlife and uh, birds, and uh, other animals, I've noticed lots of squirrel action in, in, oh, yeah. in our yard. Um, but they're doing now curbside pickup. So when you go to the location on Hebner Road in Northwest Military, you can call in ahead, ask your questions, ask for the right product, and they'll have it waiting for you. Just come on by and pick it up. And it's a, a system that allows you to do it without ever leaving your car, and a lot of folks are enjoying that. So they're trying. They're doing everything they can to uh, keep the store uh, keep the store's customers safe. So this is a good option. Uh, you can call up and ask for stuff. Is it? Are we out of the Martin House season yet or no?
2: No, we're they are building nests now. So we and uh, there's uh, some of the younger ones that we talked about the last few weeks that hadn't really hadn't had any history of using uh, houses. They are uh, seeking out and are exploring the use of the house. It's, it's kind of a, if you've got martin houses right now, uh, a lot of battles between starlings oh. and martins and sparrows. And so just it's just a pretty exciting time. And the martins are landing on the ground, which really irritates the starlings. And hmm. so anyhow, uh, a lot of action. And that's a, a great time to confer with the, the folks at uh, Birds Unlimited, too, because to kind of get, get information if, if the, it's new, the... Having Purple Martins is new to you.
4: And hey. don't worry if you put up a Purple Martin house and you don't have Purple Martins.
1: You're going to have brown sparrows. Mm, I don't know. Some people don't even have the brown what? sparrows. Don't
4: even have brown English sparrows? Really? No.
1: Who's that? <laughs> I, think our, <laughs> I think our friend Annette. I'm not sure she even had sparrows. What?
3: Oh,
2: oh I'll bet she did. Oh, okay. Unless she, <laughs> unless she filled the holes. <laughs>
1: I know she tried to get rid of him. Anyway, so give them a call and learn more about the curbside service. They're open today till 6 o'clock. Tomorrow from noon to 4 at Wild Birds Unlimited. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy dealing with them and uh, getting all the great service from Wild Birds Unlimited. 210-479-BIRD or 210-479-BIRD. Well, our number is 210-308-8867. And we're going to take a break. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites. Like Gold Star Esperanza, now, this is a beautiful Texas superstar, and all summer you're gonna see it blooming around San Antonio, and it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Espera right now in the 12 inch pot for just 1988. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard, and that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful, and you'll You'll find them at Millburgers right now on sale in the 4-inch pot for just $0.98 cents each. This week you'll save on Caladiums and Lantana. You'll save on Pink Guerra and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one and you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88 regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off. All sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard and welcome back to Milberger's garden gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer sharon's back with another question 210-308-8867 hey sharon what's going on what'd you think about? i
6: have i have a ponytail fern. yeah how much sun can it take
1: how much sun can a ponytail fern take? Yeah. Do I've always How much had sun? it inside. I'm yeah, sorry? It's, it's, it's inside now?
6: It's inside now, has been for the winter. But can it go outside in in the sun? No, In the
4: morning sun and afternoon shade. Yeah,
6: there's a lot of people, well, I don't know, A lot,
2: some gardeners that rotate them kind of. Morning sun yeah. to... Three months in the bathroom and yeah, it works pretty well.
6: And then three months out, did then take them outside. You mean?
2: Yeah, I don't know the exact time. <laughs> time but,
6: uh, no, but I mean, uh, it's, uh, but they can take, they can take some sun.
4: Yeah, morning sun.
6: Okay, now how do you propagate them? There's a, I know there's a, one growing on the side of mine.
4: Yeah, that's that's up. yeah, that's that's a pup what they yeah. call a pup. Oh. And, uh, you let it get to be, how, how tall is it? Uh, four, five, three or four inches?
6: Yeah, something like
4: that. I let it get a little bit larger, and then you just cut that off.
2: Take that pup okay. to obedience. It's been on there, it's been on there for
4: about a year or more, or, <laughs> or more, so it should yeah, probably
6: be.
4: Uh, you just cut that off, and, uh, I would imagine you would let it dry, dry. In other words, heal. Uh, heal. So okay. Keep, uh, for about a week or ten days. Okay. And then you would plant it in a container.
6: Okay. Okay. Now and another I, I,
4: thing. Oh, I think that's the way they're they're propagated.
6: Okay. I've never tried it, so I didn't know. Um, Christmas cactus. How much sun I right, will they help take?
4: <coughs> Christmas cactus. mm Hmm. Uh. I I would give them morning sun, afternoon shade too. Uh okay. They uh. They're kind of tender. I don't think they can take full sun.
6: You don't think so? Not, okay. not in Texas. Yeah, I've never taken them out. I've always kept them inside. But I want to move them out this year.
4: Yeah. Put them. Awesome. Put them in a. a Morning sun, afternoon shade uh, location. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah, to do
2: all right. doesn't have to be much sun.
4: Yeah, right.
6: Well, yeah. Well they get they get good sun on the patio where they're at because they're right on the edge. But uh, I just wasn't sure how they would do in full sun.
4: No, I w I wouldn't chance it on full sun. What colors okay. do you have?
6: Uh, I think pink and red. Okay,
4: that's pretty. Those are pretty. Yeah. Okay, then, Okay.
6: thank
4: then. you. Okay, thank you for calling in. Bye,
1: Sharon. Bye, Sharon. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, okay. What else you got going on? Well, you do the weather about this time of the day. Let me get that ready.
4: And tomorrow.
1: Yeah, <laughs> We
4: we've got Calvin got his uh, uh, warm shirt on and I've got went back and got my jacket because it's kind of cool today. Yeah, and, that's uh, going to change tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I guess and for the rest of the week the same low <laughs> uh, tonight, but
1: like 92 is the yeah, forecast. Yeah, right. oh my gosh, for tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm going to find it.
4: <laughs> So, you dressed appropriately other than shorts,
1: Milton. All right. So, uh, let's see. This afternoon, <laughs> cool. Cool. High today near 67. 20% chance of showers. Yeah.
2: Oh, I've you're... been. They've been deceiving me all along here. I keep thinking we're going to get a, some decent rain. No. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I guess I have to break down and put my irrigation on again.
1: Yeah. All right. Tonight, 40% chance of showers after 1 a.m. Patchy fog after 10 a.m. Other than other than that, cloudy with a low around 63. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is a 20 percent chance of showers or thunderstorms before 1 p.m. Uh, patchy fog before 9 a.m. High tomorrow near 91. <laughs> wow! It's like someone just walked over and turned the oven yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: so oh, and and, then, and the rest of the week it's going to be low. Yeah,
1: sunny and uh, Monday is 90. Tuesday's 89. Wednesday, 40% chance of showers on Wednesday. Uh, it doesn't give me a temperature. Oh, high near 88. Yeah, 90 and 94 on, on uh, Friday and, Thursday and Friday. So, wow.
4: Yeah. So, it's going to be hot. Yeah. And so, you know what that means? Um, the blue bonnets are ripening. The seed is oh, ripening. Good. And I stayed up... <laughs> Last night till midnight.
2: What, to sing them, sing them?
4: No, to write this uh, information that I've got on plantanswers.com, talking about in the uh, information index, and my webmaster got it on this morning, and it's uh, entitled Seed Harvest of Red, Maroon, White, Ladybird Royal Blue Bluebonnet Transplant. Okay. And uh, my, my new best buddy, Ray, sent me some wonderful uh, pictures, post-up pictures of illustrations of the pods of the bluebonnet, uh, how they look uh, before you harvest the pods. And uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, but uh, to get brushed up on it, you want to go ahead and look at that uh, write-up and pictures on plantanswers.com, information index, the first listing. So, uh, and that that, uh, gives a little description underneath on how to... uh, how to actually uh, harvest the seed pods and uh, and and care for them after they've been harvested uh-oh thought they were coming after me huh? but uh you want to uh, you want to start watching them because after the the seed pods see once oh only one
2: I know that baby <laughs> these little uh, bluebonnet seed sources
4: yeah once they turn brown, once the seed pod goes from green to yellow to brown, solid brown, they're ready to pop. And when they... Good Lord. Uh, when they when they pop, uh, uh, you've lost your seed because uh, they throw them a long distance, mm. quite a distance. But they will not pop the brown will not pop as long as the humidity is hot oh, in other words it's these uh like today torrential rains that we're gonna have may keep the seeds from popping but when the humidity goes low and the temperature gets hot those brown brown ones are going to
1: pop why don't they like the humidity
4: it it keeps them from uh it's kind of like uh, why we can't grow uh, almonds around here. Uh you we can grow the almond tree that'll have fruit that look like peach fruit of the almond but the, they'll never open and let uh, expose the almond fruit which is the inside of the peach-like structure because the weather
2: because of the weather. I was thinking it's more like Soggy potato chips because of the humidity. <laughs> well, that's,
4: that's true, too. But uh, Dr. Laura Shreve, uh, past uh, horticulture, uh, tried them. We tried them in uh, arid, what we consider to be low humidity areas. Like I remember he had of planting down around Catula. Uh, because thinking that, uh, the humidities would be lower run in that area and would, uh, the almonds would open, they never did. So, uh, you gotta, that's the way you gotta watch your blue bonnet seed. Now for, for our plantings, we're in a heap of trouble. with our reds and, uh, red maroons and the whites and the, uh, the Ladybird Johnson, Royal Blue. Because most of our reds are in the botanical garden. It's in the botanical garden. Which is closed.
1: Oh no. Oops. So
4: those seeds are gonna be ready next week.
3: Uh-uh.
4: So we gotta make a decision. I may have to climb the fence and get them this year. But we'll see. But anyway, those of you who are uh, keeping them, saving them, Ray has already uh, started harvesting some of his, but he hasn't sent me a picture of one
1: popped. Oh, okay.
4: The ones on the top, what we call the king bloom, the ones that bloomed earlier and have probably now turned uh, brown, will be the first ones to pop, of course.
1: Hey, we gotta take a quick break. So 210-308-8867. Lonnie, hang on. We're gonna get to you right after this at 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on KLUP. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolvordi Road. And this week at Millburgers, we have some terrific savings on a lot of my favorites. like Gold Star Esperanza. And this is a beautiful Texas superstar. And all summer, you're going to see it blooming around San Antonio. And it's even blooming at the nursery. Well, you can get ahead of the game right now by getting Gold Star Esperanza right now in the 12-inch pot for just 19.88. Here's another one of my favorites. It's doing well in my yard. And that's begonias. They look absolutely beautiful since each. This week, you'll save on Caladiums and Lantana. You'll save on Pink Guerra and much, much more. Star Confederate Jasmine is on sale. This one's a fun one, and you'll find it on sale at Millburgers for just $22.88, regularly $29.99. You'll find roses on sale for 20% off, all sizes, all different varieties at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bulverde Road. Millburgers garden New South Texas on 930 AM the answer. Here, Trace, you gotta give me the uh, give me the end of that real quick. No, 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 not that one. But there you go. And let me get you plugged in. Alright, 210-308-8867. 210 no, 308 <laughs> Oh Lord. I'm sorry. It'll be better in a minute. Hang on. Where to go? <laughs> sorry, Trace. Uh y'all keep y'all start talking and I'll fix this.
2: Uh, (laughs) He can't talk because his nose (laughs) is being drugged along the... No,
1: you're okay. You can lean back. Lean back. It's okay. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. You haven't got it plugged in there. I'm going to plug it in. I've got to take off my headset to plug it in. But y'all start talking. (laughs) All right.
9: Well, uh, so uh, we are busy, but there's still room to park, and uh, we are practicing social distance. I, I can hear We're practicing uh, social distancing. Uh, We do have two police officers here to uh, ensure that our customers uh, stay within, uh, stay out of six feet of each other. Yeah,
1: and you can lean back. It's okay.
9: Okay, I can lean back Yeah, you're okay. All right, so I'm not... I was feeling like a giraffe there for a second. (laughs) You're okay. Um, All right, so I still encourage everybody to come out. Uh, We got a uh, plant of the weekend. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Are Are we set up for that?
1: I don't know. We kind of surprised Al, so... It's time. Let's find out. It's time it's for the plant, plant of, of the weekend. weekend. Yep. Yeah, no. yeah, we surprised him. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh, there he, he is. Okay. He must have been in delay.
9: All right. So this kind of kind of coincides with uh, Calvin's article. Uh, he didn't specifically talk about it, but um, he did mention purslane in the article he wrote. And there is a new Texas superstar for this year. And they're all pastry-related. Hmm. So the one I brought up here, its name is Cupcake Cherry Baby. How cute. Uh, so the new variety of personally, and this one happens to be orange, but there's uh, several different colors. And they're all pastry-related. Uh, real pretty, and if you want to Google them on, uh, on the, the Extension Service site, it's probably on there, right? Yeah. And uh, as well as the Texas Superstar site. So if you want to see the new colors, uh, you can do that. If it's, not,
4: not, it's not really orange, is it, choice. Uh, Tell me it's not orange.
9: That's Tennessee orange.
1: Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. The volunteers, huh?
9: But the bud looks kind of reddish. Yeah. Well, oh, I fell <laughs> off. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, it, it's a promising uh, 2020 Texas superstar. You know, most people are very successful with personal eating, doesn't really require much effort other than it to be hot out. And uh, it's always nice to have new and improved varieties of anything.
4: Yeah, I think the pictures that they're using uh, to promote this were, were taken at the Overton uh, Field Day trials that uh, Dr. Pemberton does up there in Overton every year. And uh, they show a distant shot of a bed full of bloom with this particular purse line, and it's it's taken in the middle of the summer, so um, even though the the plants that uh, we're selling here, Trace is selling here, is uh is not at full bloom, uh, they have the potential to bloom all summer long.
9: Does it open and close like normal purse line? Yeah. Okay.
4: I think it'll be like regular purse line.
9: But uh, as far as the article goes, we do have everything in his article, too. So we do have pintas. In, uh, yeah, in a fact, few in fact a lot
2: of them are on
4: sale in the
9: yeah. Express News. Uh, zinnias. Uh, we got a, a fresh batch of super six-packs of zinnias in yesterday, so we're covered there.
4: I think we Calvin mentioned zinnias in his article, didn't he?
9: Yep, that's why we're talking about it. Yeah.
1: Occasionally he mentions zinnias. Occasionally. Not as much yeah. as he could. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm going to complain because they are picking on me on my zinnias. Just because I mention them 400, 500 times
9: a day, a show. Calvin, I may shake my head, but I'll never say anything out loud. Uh.
1: <laughs> cool. So what else, Trace? Uh, we saw let, a big let, thing.
2: let Trace mention a little bit about those uh. Hardier zinnias. I, I really okay. emphasize the elegant, the, the the dream uh, dreamland.
9: Everybody loves the dreamland because they're big and pretty. Uh, yeah. But I think the smaller blooming ones outperform them in the long run.
2: Huh? They uh they don't they're not they're bothered by mildew. And they're more drought tolerant.
9: Zinnias look like they should be drought tolerant, but they're really not. I haven't got. I haven't got my favorite one in. Would be the zinnia linearis. Uh, we'll, we'll have that hopefully.
4: That's a little big bloom,
2: small yeah, bloom,
9: real small bloom, great perennial. Uh, but a lot of them, right? Oh, okay.
4: And then the
2: one, uh, the one, uh, what's what's that other one? Starts the uh, P. Uh, that other selection that you have for uh, zinnia, zinnia
1: any uh profusion perfusion. perfusion see yeah. i did help
2: there's it, about it, a lot
9: actually it did <laughs> what is it
2: they're, they're about two inch blooms right or three inch blooms they've got uh about five different colors six different colors <clears throat> and they they're just as popular with the uh butterflies and the hummingbirds and everything as the uh more colorful zinniots are they're just there you they you can use them for some cut flowers too but uh they're not as uh, colorful as as these big Dreamland seniors.
1: Oh, uh, cool. yes. Neil
4: uh, Neil Sperry writes oh. about fertilizer. Thank you, Trace. At this time of the year,
1: and they get some fertilizer,
4: and uh, it's on sale now. Yeah. Neil writes uh, TAMU soil tests show that most of us apply. High nitrogen or all nitrogen fertilizer, depending on soil results. No, the soil test results. But uh to almost all types of plants that we're growing, whether flowers, fruit, lawns, vegetables, trees, or shrubs. Well, the good news is, because you listen to this program, yeah. I'm going to save you the, the cost and effort Of doing your soil test.
1: How can you do that?
4: Just by simply recommending uh, the fertilizer that uh, we've recommended for years, slow-release lawn fertilizer, which is uh, now on sale. 40-pound bag covers 7,600 square feet regularly. $29.99. Twenty nine ninety nine,
1: almost thirty dollars.
4: Almost thirty dollars. Not quite. On sale for nineteen eighty eight.
1: Ooh, that's a good deal.
4: And uh, so that that's the one. And as, as Neil was talking about, that's the fertilizer that you can use to uh, fertilize your flowers, fruit, lawn, vegetables, trees, and shrubs. Cool.
1: Okay, right here at Milberger's.
4: Yeah, it's under, and they, they've also got, which, wait, hey, w-
1: which I should warn people. Oh, the microbial.
4: My, rod. They've got a
1: natural lawn and garden fertilizer with micro rod. All right, we've got Lonnie on the line who's been very patient. Lonnie, thank you so much for waiting. Let's see if you've actually waited. Welcome to yes, Milberger's Gardening, it. South Texas. We're going to try to help you. What's going on?
8: Well, uh,
11: just a simple question. We have okay. one, one sole uh, or our sole uh, hummingbird feeder, um, uh, whom the uh, hummingbirds had to share with honeybees, not a good situation. They tend to shy away from that. Uh, is there any? Or do you have any suggestions to maybe dissuade the bees from frequenting the hummingbird feeder?
1: So the birds and the bees are at Lonnie's house.
4: Well, but the bees are thick. Now you can. the a bee guard, isn't it? And, uh, don't they have bee guards on the hummingbird feeders? Yeah, they do.
11: Uh, well, I they're, don't know. Uh, yeah, this is you've seen them. They're they're the very attractive little feeders. I think they're they uh, uh, simply upright uh, uh, glass bottle, and it screws into a base that has about four portals where where the birds feed, and the the the, the actual little feeders are. Pretending to be uh, like the the actual uh, statements of a flower.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, the the uh, I find that the hummingbirds find find a, a niche in there, and they find a the time. The the bees. I was trying to think of what their schedule is. It's generally. Um,
11: they like it hot.
2: Yeah, they like yeah during the middle of the day, and the hummingbirds kind of take those shifts. In the morning. In the morning. and afternoon. I have a tendency to put up a couple evening. more extra hummingbird feeders to accommodate the bees now, because now the bees are desirable. If you can help the bees
11: out, you're of doing course good they are. In terms of I love to see the bees.
2: Yeah. The other thing is the best uh, best one feeder from Potite. Mm-hmm. They have a they have kind of a flat uh, distributing bottom there and the bees don't they don't they they are not as drawn to that as they are are (laughs) so so if you want to help one one thing you can do on the bees too is you can pour i kind of every every week when i change out the the sugar water any sugar water that's left i just pour it in an open tray and the bees Get, go right into it, or a, you know, a little dish.
4: Yeah, they stand on the side and yeah. drink.
2: Yeah, and so that that gives them access to it. And the, um, but but I, I I don't think we have to worry about it too much. I think the hummingbirds find a find a way. And there's so many flowers now blooming in most of our landscapes that the hummingbirds are going to uh, get plenty of nectar between okay. the sugar water feeder. Sharing with the bees and all those flowers that are out there, but put up a couple extra, extra hummingbird feeders too. Okay. Wait, wait until you. Wood. Do you get uh, any of those uh, golden fronted woodpeckers? And I
11: feeders? have not seen any.
2: Oh well, I might I'm send a, you some.
11: I'm now, afraid if I you have. Think,
2: if you think bees get a lot of no, sugar water, <laughs> and, yeah, uh,
4: they'll uh, actually pluck those. Bee guards out.
2: Yeah, that's what they, and the bees love them.
3: <laughs> but you watch
2: those, those they have those uh, woodpeckers, they'll just work at that, work at it, and then pretty soon you'll, you'll yeah. see that thing pop right up.
11: There you go. Uh, so they're, what all, going, they're all conspiring against going, us. Guess what was going after uh, a uh, uh, bird, just a regular bird feeder yesterday? Guess what I had going to it? Even going upside down to try and get into it, a squirrel.
3: <laughs> no,
4: I would yes. never believe that.
11: <laughs> sure, no, uh, uh,
4: we, we have recipes right. on flatanswers.com.
11: Yeah, yeah fi-
2: fix that squirrel. Go to our friends at Birds Unlimited and get yeah. some, some of that pepper flavor. No, see. <laughs> The birds love it, but the squirrels don't like it.
1: Okay, all right. Real good. Thank you so much. Yeah, Lonnie, tell us what happens. All right. Talk to you okay. later, Lonnie. All right. Again, just about a minute left. 210 308 8867. You want to bring up the webinar again, real quick, or we'll just tell.
4: Yeah, I've got it. I've uh, it, it put uh, the listings uh, and how to con- how to get in contact with the webinars on the front page of plantanswers.com. And I also, uh, on the left side, and it talks about how to, how to get in there. And I know a lot of people are missing having David out here giving our talks. And so, David who? <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> and uh, so David does a good job, okay, but quick. Molly Keck is nicer to look at.
1: No, okay cherry. we got stop it we got about, <laughs> got about 10 seconds so go to plananswers.com and they'll get it yeah they uh, they get it on the left side of the front page all right back tomorrow at 9:30 a.m.